Zen cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on yourself. Episode 96 Don't Delay Karma. What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Wednesday and welcome to episode 96. Don't delay the karma. In this episode, we will talk about being self-reliant. We will talk about being self-sufficient. And we will talk about the importance of depending on you. And not, you know, you it's important to be able to depend on other people. But most importantly, it's important to be able to rely on yourself. So that's what we'll be talking about today. If you are new to the podcast, what is up? Salutations. Glad you're here and I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you. If you're coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? What's going on? I'm glad that you're here. You know, I've been uh, talking and doing uh, recording quite a few episodes. So if I sound a little raspy or whatever like that, I'm not trying to put it on. It's just what it be like. It's just the steeds, you know. It's just how it be. Anyway, <laughs> in the first segment, we're going to talk about thinking independently. In the second segment, we're going to talk about embracing your individuality and just striving towards your own goals. And in the last segment, we're going to talk about accepting yourself and being your own best friend because I feel like when it comes to living this life, people come and go, but your own presence, your life, that is the most constant thing you'll ever have in this experience. And you gotta learn how to be okay with it being just you. Times may get rough, people may come and go for whatever reason, things may change, but you will always be here for you. And you need to learn how to do that. You need to learn how to be okay with that. You need to learn how to enjoy that. So I hope that this offers you some perspective and you that you get something out of this episode. So let's jump into this right now in three, two, and one. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. I must say that one of the greatest accomplishments that came of my childhood, you know, whether it was conscious or unconscious, I do think it was unconscious in a way, was being groomed to question everything. You know, my dad, he put so much into us on the mean, in the means of being excellent thinkers, being prolific thinkers, using both sides of your brain, being someone that applies all of your thinking power to all that you do, understanding that you have a brain in your head for a reason. And, you know, I feel like in him putting all of that into us, 
you know, that set me up on the trail to be someone that's always willing to press the bounds, to challenge the status quo, to challenge any and everything. Now, they didn't particularly like that about me and still don't, but that's okay. But, you know, in deciding who I wanted to be, I had to be willing to experiment with venturing outside of the conventional realms of thinking, societal thinking, the collective sheep thinking. You know, I had to really get outside of how I was raised because so many of us, we grew up in that program of, I didn't raise you that way, or I raised you a specific way, and you're supposed to stay in this canned, this, stay in this canned good. You're supposed to stay in this canned way of thinking. and. The rebel in me, the butterfly that don't want to be contained, that wants to fly everywhere, that wants to be everywhere, you know, I just couldn't sustain that way of being. Now, I want to put it clear that I have nothing against religion and to each its own. This isn't an episode that bashes religion whatsoever. One of the best things that I ever did that set me free in becoming someone that thinks independently and, you know, thinks deeply was questioning religion and really coming around to understanding that it was not a piece. It was not something that is favorable in my life. It was something that usually felt like an opposition because I saw so many people around me that felt strongly, but I couldn't ever find that connection myself. You know, it also just reminded me and taught me a lot that I have to worship and do certain things to be spiritual or to experience a spiritual relationship when the whole time we're all born spiritual beings. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. So no matter what religion you have, what church you go to, no one can ever stop you or qualify you as being a spiritual being. You can, you're going to always have a relationship with God. And it doesn't matter what church, what religion, what denomination you subscribe to, no one can ever ever interrupt or intervene in the relationship you have with God. He has a personal relationship with all of us and looks very different. And going to church or going anywhere will never make that look the same for you. But yes, the first thing I had to learn was I need to get outside of how I was raised and figure out exactly who I actually want to be. And then figuring out who I actually wanted to be, I was actually able to start exposing myself to new people that I never thought to even research or think about. And this was over 10 years ago. And I started finding people like uh, Iyanla Van Zandt, like Oprah. Oprah has always been around, but as a kid, everybody always made Oprah seem like the kind of person that women only pay attention to. Like, if you pay attention to Oprah and you're a boy or you're a man, then that's suspect, that's sus, that's, you know, foul ball, you're less of a man. And, you know, so men subscribing to Oprah back then just wasn't cool, at least around where I was. But one of the best things I ever did was to find Oprah and just to see how aligned she is with my vision and how aligned she is with how I see myself. One of the first things, the first things you have to do when it comes to thinking independently is shed all the baggage. You have to shed all the expectations other people have of you. You got to shed how you were raised. You have to feel, focus on who you want to be, who you need to be, what your intentions are, and what it is you have to give and take it from there. 
Ralph Waldo Emerson said, a man is to carry himself in the presence of all opposition, as if everything were titular and ephemeral, but he, I am ashamed to think how easily we capitulate to badges and names, to large societies and dead institutions. Another valuable thing that I learned from my childhood that was very much so unconscious, but as an adult and even as a younger adult, I'm able to appreciate now is all of the backlash of my being gay, like being a kid and being queer, being different, being an outcast. As an adult, I appreciate all of that backlash, all of that outrage, all of just that drama and breakdown now because those people, those experiences, that period, those times in my life was a lot of energy and a lot of awareness being brought about in me and showing me you are different. You are you are a very different individual. You are your own person. You are something you've never seen before. Like I was I was about maybe probably in high school, I would say, no, yeah, maybe in high school before I actually saw another person, like another gay person. You know, I wasn't out or anything like that then, but just identifying someone that looks similar to me, maybe in like mid high school or whatever like that, before I actually saw another person. And it was just me for a long time. So I was just really the blueprint for myself. And I really had more and more time to get in tune with my own sense of individuality. As people, you have to learn how to appreciate the things that make you, you. You know, you gotta learn how to appreciate your weirdness, your queerness, your strangeness, you know, your particular systematic way of thinking and doing. As people, there are billions of us here, and what makes us all so powerful and special and valuable is that we all have our own way of seeing the world. We agree and disagree about lots of different things, but all of us, the dial is slightly changed on each person and it's slightly different or it's majorly different or it's overly different or whatever, but we all see the world differently and what makes the world a better place so we're able to put all of our minds and our hearts together to form a vision that can inform a future wherever, where individuality is celebrated as opposed to some big blanketed uniformed you know, way of thinking and being. You know, it took Earl Nightingale to introduce me to the fact that following the great majority is a death trap. It is a surefire way to a lifetime of mediocrity and regret. So many of us are trained to think and believe that strange and being different is loathing, self-loathing is something that should be shamed and, and, you know, it's disgusting, but it's some of the most beautiful things you can have. It's some of the most spirit, beautiful spiritual, spiritual jewelry, I'd say, that you can possess. When you think about a lot of people out in the world, think about the people you admire. Think about the people you possess. You know, I think, I mean, the people you possess. <laughs> think about the people that impress you. When I think about people like Oprah and just all the groundbreaking things she's done since she was a kid, like, she has been on fire, but she's also had it very hard. 
You know, she grew up in a time where racism was very rampant. She grew up in a time where being black and being female was impossible. And women were expected to be a domestic. Women were expected to be this and that. Was expected to be, definitely expected to be their husband's submissive counterparts. Learn that relying on you being self-reliant means appreciating your individuality, but it also means striving towards your own goals. Figure out what your goals are. Too many of us are operating and moving out here, and we don't know where we're going. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know where we want to go. What is it that you want to do? And once you figure out exactly what it is you want to do, figure out a game plan on how to get there. And as you figure out that game plan, don't hold yourself to the game plan too much because life may create openings and cracks for you to reinvent and shift the process, for you to shift the plan. Stay flexible, stay loose, and stay with the process. Trust the process. But more than anything, appreciate all the different things that you have inside you to navigate the process. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. I feel like so many of us often find ourselves in situations where we feel stuck and we feel lost and we feel helpless. But what's really happening is you've walked into an arena where you're probably in the dark, but you've walked into some stadium, you walked into some place, and it feels like you're walking a tightrope in the dark. And you may fall, but you don't know where you're going to fall. So you don't know if you're falling to your death. You don't know if you're falling in the pool. You don't know if you're just going to hit the ground or whatever. And the thing is, you have to understand that when it comes to your life, life is always offering you an opportunity to be innovative, to be original. You can always feed off the solutions of other people will work for them. But in your life, your solutions will always be original because you'll always be doing something that works for you, especially when you find something that actually works for you. It's important to exist in a way of knowing you have to be your own best friend. And knowing that you your own best friend, you are your own best friend, it doesn't mean that you have to shun people away. It doesn't mean that you have to chase friendships and love away when it shows up into your life. It just means that you know that at the end of every, the beginning and the end of every day, you are going to sleep with you. You are waking up to you. You are going to keep your body clean. You're going to keep your body healthy. You're going to keep your mind clean. You're going to keep your mind healthy. And that is your responsibility. You have to become all that you can be. You have to fulfill the calling that's on your life. You have to fulfill the mission that's on your life. Sometimes you don't know what the mission is. So the most important goal that you have then is to figure out what the mission is. And sometimes that means going through a bunch of things you don't want to do so you can narrow down what it is that you don't want to do. But in the the means of all that, you have to be patient with yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to talk to yourself lovingly. You have to do things to spoil you. You have to do things to appreciate you and let you know that no matter what goes on, I care for you. I value you. I respect you. I love you. To be self-reliant is to be self-sufficient and making sure that no matter what happens, you're going to survive and get home at the end of each day. 
that you're not going to indulge in mess, that you're not going to indulge in conflict that will not fuel your character development, that you're not going to give anyone room to hijack what your mood is, that you're not going to make anyone else's problems or situations or issues about you. You're not going to make anyone else's crazy about you. Another beautiful thing that I will say about my childhood that took me a long time to accept is spending all the time alone. You know, as a kid, I used to beg for my brother's approval, one of my brother to pick uh, to pick me and hang out with me as opposed to hanging out with cousins and friends and wanted everybody's approval and everybody to hang out with me and to make me feel popular, to make me feel useful, to make me feel meaningful or whatever like that. But in all that time, I learned how to be by my motherfucking self. I learned how to become resolute with me. I learned how to become cool with me for a minute. In the very beginning, I settled for me. But after I stopped settling for me, I started realizing I'm pretty interesting. I'm pretty cool. I was seven years old writing poems and short stories. I was eight years old writing songs, short songs, making up songs. I was, you know what I'm saying, so young and so deeply artistic and so deeply different. And... You know, the beauty of having all of those skills and all of that talent and all of that magic on the inside was I was able to nurture my inner being. I was able to nurture myself. I was able to explore my imagination. I was able to create the world that I want to live in with all of those skills and all of those talents. Now as an adult, I appreciate God keeping me and making me feel excluded at a time where I really needed to explore who I was so I can appreciate being my own best friend, so I can know what I value and so I can learn my worth at a soul level so no one would ever be able to rob me of that again. It starts with you.